This episode is brought to you by Gamefly. LaserTime listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LaserTime and get started with a free 30-day trial. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was not the intro I wanted. Anyway, welcome to Laser Time. That's Henry trying his first beer. How's it going, Laser Time? Tastes like swill. The internet's eighth leading pop culture no. show, and boy, do we have a hell of a topic for what you. What is happening? Yeah, hi, I'm Chris. I'm David. Henry. Brent, ashamed to be part of the eighth most popular podcast. Did I say eighth? I meant to say ninth. I, I apologize. Okay, that's fine. All right, so we have our sounds up. Uh, Let me see. Oh, nope. Oh, that was a, there's an extra, extra reverb on the whistle. Yeah, uh, something like twice. Uh, this <laughs> computer is not holding out. That's why you probably want to go to patreon.com slash laser time. And we are Patreon supported. You can yeah. get an exclusive show there. Simpsons episodes, all that mess. But but more than that, like for uh, listeners of Bonus Time, our weekly ex- uh, Patreon exclusive show, you have heard part of this before because I wanted to open up a little bit of our show about toys. The classic Robin Williams movie. No, we're not talking about Barry Levinson. Is this the thing we mentioned in 302010, the new show, Toys Without Pictures? Toys Without Pictures. That <laughs> we just described toys to you? <laughs> one of the funnier jokes, I, I feel like, that's gone on the air. No, like, I was uh, walking through the toy aisle, and it, it, it inspired me to come up with an idea. And Laser Time is usually a show based on one idea. Uh, and the idea was, I'm walking through the toy aisle, and I didn't not recognize... As much as I thought I would. I recognized almost everything on the toy shelves. And uh, if you're not listening to Bonus Time, I say that because we're all cord cutters here, Netflixers, Hulu's, no cable. But I got Sling, and I've been waking up every Saturday morning and watching Cartoon Network as if I'm a child. And just sort of like reveling in the the toy commercials and seeing Mm -hmm. what they look like now and how much they've changed, how much they haven't. And one of the best indicators of that (laughs) is the 1992 favorite of all of us. I think I'm speaking just for me. (laughs) uh, The Yo-Yo Ball. This is a great song. This charted, actually. Yo! Yo! <laughs> Yo-yo ball! It's so much fun and easy to do. Go for it, go music back to you. The 90s love and the you 50s, never have man. to whine if you can do it all. So, like, I, like you're feeling old and no, watching I all mean, these cartoons, and it's like, oh, yeah, there's still yo-yo that balls. That is the same exact cadence as the Wish Kid theme, by the way. Oh, uh, is it? Wish is what I like. However, I mean, as a kid, I loved yo-yo balls because I couldn't actually do yo-yo, yo-yo tricks. Fuck like, you, Duncan. Yeah. You should come with an instructional <laughs> guide. Uh, but, this, but I was watching, and like, boom, there's a new yo-yo ball commercial, and they're just covering the old one. It's a yo-yo ball. It's so much fun and easy to do. Around you go as it comes back to you. And you never have to whine it. You can do it all. Everybody. It's a yo-yo ball. It is insane that they didn't change any lyrics to that. Like, what about putting some modern slang in there? Like, see, if I ran the yo-yo account, yo-yo ball account, my my pitch would be, what are yo's? What are yo's? But, yeah, I wonder if they How just... How does that have a YOLO joke in there? Yes! Yeah. Or, you, or you have uh, Michael Williams in there, and you're going to have, Hey, yo-yo, it's Omar. No, that's, that's too... That's, <laughs> the, that's, that's too boomer. inside. Uh, but I think... Uh, maybe they saw it as, you know, like Slinky. When Slinky came back for our generation, they didn't rewrite the song. It was just, it's Slinky, it's Slinky. They they probably thought, it's I big, don't... It's heavy, it's wood. No, and, and so, yeah. when we were little kids, some of those toy commercials like just played the same way they did for kids in the 60s and 70s, and like... That was enough, like yeah. for Slinky and, and a couple of other things. But Pogo Ball being my favorite, we'll use that in one of the Oof. joiners. 
But it was just nice to know because we do receive a little flack on here that we're, we're too nostalgia focused, uh, or that you because the eighties and nineties were the best. When someone's someone when 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 Lee on her Facebook is giving me crap for not knowing the contents of the Fast and Furious Seven soundtrack, I'm like I am out of touch. <laughs> but then you walk through the to- the toy aisle, like this is for kids. You can't get younger than this. You recognize everybody. Like, you yeah. will recognize 80% of the contents there, like, whether you had them or not. Like, I just thought it was really neat. Like, I guess I'm not as out of touch as I thought I would. Still so got a lot of Kiss toys in there? A lot of kid levels. Was there ever a Kiss toy? A McFarlane toys, man. Yeah, uh, McFarlane, the Psycho Circus. <laughs> but this, I went specifically to the Target store, which doesn't have uh, a lot of stuff like that. You mean that. this Target on the corner of 4th and uh, <laughs> Mission? City Target. So I'm asking you up front. Attached uh, to a building Sony used to own. Right now, before we start this conversation. Who do you think is the oldest character I found on the Target toy shelf? Dave. Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, sorry, Henry. Uh, well, gee, before... Don't try and be smart. Just be fast, because I'm deliberately trying to trick you. Raggedy oh, Ann. Wasn't there, but that would probably have done it. Uh, some Civil War general. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what target do you think I'm going to? Is Jesus Christ the answer? This isn't the target in Macon, Georgia. Jesus Christ. Yes, uh, okay. our Lord and uh, Savior. Well, I would think maybe Godzilla. That's 54. Ooh. Okay, so we are in for a little bit of a trip here. But oh, boy. I wanted to talk. I am really loving. Oh, watching. shit. Disney. See, Wait. Hold back. Hold I'm back. Sorry. We will all, right, all, all right. get there. We're going to talk about toys from our era, but mm-hmm. we are going to figure out what is the oldest toy in a Target toy shelf. Uh, but I wanted to go through a couple new commercials that I'd watched because this was interesting. Occasionally, my girl and I will have a little bit of drinks. You know what? No, before that, I wanted to get into this. Laser Time has done a couple of really good toy episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it at lasertimepodcast.com. Click on that Laser Time link. One of them was uh, He-Man, Transformer, or oh, I love it. Ninja <laughs> Turtle. We try and, I give you a name. You try and guess what line it belongs to. Great time. Uh, another one was Gross Toys. Yeah. And every time they launch a new Gross Toy now, most Laser Time listeners are quick to Twitter me like, <laughs> it, it's, it exists. There's these ugly balls and gross, gross dogs that barf out of their faces. But I did see a commercial. Uh, I couldn't find it again, but I I found another one, which I believe is from England. Henry, you might want to have some earmuffs here. Oh, dear. Booger dog? <laughs> Jimmy, stop picking your nose. I'm just practicing for my new game. Picking boogers. One of the piggies has a <laughs> booger inside. Boogers? Mix them up. Where's the booger it's now? pigs and boogers. Find. A piggy booger here. Now play a game. Not really. The booger fun will never end. All right, all right, all right. Jesus. No, I didn't mean to start it over. (laughs) What was Uh, just the concept of boogers? Just a booger? Is it the British guy? I think the fact that you expect him to be fancy about it, but he's just like... That's a wee booger in your noggin. Right, Sorry, so, before this, the, earlier today I got so angry I almost threw up. So I think I was on the verge of... Oh, okay. I was showing him the image with no audio. There it goes again. And Jeez, for what right. it's worth, like... I right, Henry, no! Like, he's trying his first beer. Uh, I Wash that down with some watermelon boogers. And I'm only going to touch upon some new toys, <laughs> just so we're covering all our bases. Because I did see something really cool, uh, and, and it made me think of something uh, when I watched... Sometimes my girlfriend and I will get higher drunk and just watch YouTube videos of old 90s toys commercials. And, and like, in particular, the girls' commercials are embarrassing. <laughs> like, how uncool those toys are. How they start with a three-year-old in a rocking chair, like... Uh oh, you wet your back. But like the one, the girl commercial I saw, this isn't it, but this is the product Paw line. Paw Patrol is on a roll. When duty calls, the Paw Patrol jumps into action with their on a roll truck. There's trouble in Adventure Bay. Just because like the, the toy shows, I would have been into this. The toy like, shows are not as gendered as they used to be, but yeah. like the Paw Patrol commercials on Cartoon Network all featured girls, and there is still a tone for a girl commercial, but it's promoting a product that is puppies who 
live in houses that transforms into fire engines and Shit, dude, awesome. give and me helicopters. That. Give and me like, that. That's that is cool, regardless of what gender gender mm. you are. I wanted to get this one just to prove which gender. It's uh, crazy gender how like are. when we were kids, the toy commercials for girls were. You're five years old. You're t- time for you to be a mom. This is th- this is my favorite one. Oh, yeah. As an example, I do remember this. Uh oh, a dirty diaper. Baby, uh oh, there she <laughs> goes. I give her a bottle and then, baby, uh oh, I change the baby's she diaper. Baby, uh oh, get your diaper's dirty. Oh. Oh. Clean with warm water. All clean. It's not, it's not just that, like, it's just a baby that functions, that tries to function like a baby. It pisses in a diaper, and the surprise is whether the splat is yellow or brown, <laughs> and you buy extra diapers to. Keep having fun. With I mean, it. that's unfortunate. Can you just turn it around like my underwear? You, you millennials would call that worst <laughs> DLC ever. I think that's unfortunate. Like, it's not even like, hey, girls, imagine you're like a magical princess yeah, yeah. or something, yeah. or like you're the queen, or you even have magical cleaning powers. Oh. It's just like you're a mother. Well, when I worked at Toys R Us, like we're already there, but. The whole girl aisle section one is just nuclear pink from a mile away, which is, I love pink, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. But, like, it was, if it wasn't Barbie or, I guess, Bratz by the end of my tenure there, Mm -hmm. but it was still, like, oh, it's either babies that piss themselves, shit themselves, or need your constant care, and they're all girl dolls. There's no baby boy doll that I ever saw. Except for my buddy. Right. Well, that's for boys. Yeah, wherever I go, he goes. We that's throw little kid's sister nest. is the one for girls. <laughs> but there was also like, oh, here's your play vacuum cleaner and here's your play iron. Because that's all you can do. Is it, you, you, your, fan, your imagination is literally yeah. play with plastic Watch, food. Watching my with, with my girlfriend, it's like, this is just training. Yeah. This is just this is like practically propaganda. When I was really little, though, I remember like the girl across the street. We would both play with My Little Pony yeah. and Rainbow Bride and Care Bears. Like, yes, and you'll be happy to know that those Dad are still done his job to tell you that's not what a man <laughs> so does. I, I loved Rainbow Bright, but I was told I couldn't play with it, so I had to do it in secret and in shame. Uh, but like watching it with my girlfriend, she's like, "This is just god awful." And like, <laughs> there are still like girl centric commercials. Sure, with, this is what I, I I saw, and I'm like, I don't even know why this is skewed towards females but just so you know that there are still gendered commercials this is what the girls commercial sounds like now it's like cute legos exactly it's 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 koosh meets legos it's just like a little velcro you shove like this ball together to connect and you create whatever you want the only other girl commercial i saw was like a a, like a non-play-doh you stick dough in and hair comes out and you cut it and like that was marketed at me too back in the day. They're like, I don't even know if there are like girl-specific toys anymore. If there yeah, were, are, there, were there any dolls peeing themselves? Uh, <laughs> no, no, not on Cartoon Network anyway. I remember I'm watching during like the Adventures yeah. of Gumball, which is just so good, and yeah, like it doesn't. I, seem, maybe you got to watch a show for girls. That, that's what, that's what I was thinking. That maybe I wasn't. But I mean, I don't think shows are as gendered now yeah. as even they were ten know, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Like, but that's what I use Adventures of Gumball as the, the template for that because this is like SpongeBob. Everybody mm. has a reason to like this. Like, and I, it, that show is fantastic. Yeah, SpongeBob is, is so like good. a universal. Uh, I, was I was talking about Gumball. That was new to me. Oh. But I these, need these, to watch that show. That's called Bunchums. Uh, the the other commercial is like it just stars women or girls, like only girls, three girls. Like most toy commercials didn't have that. But I'm walking around. I'm trying to get an idea in this Target aisle of the newer toys, and then I'm realizing toys that I consider new are not because I am old as piss. <laughs> and I'm like, like, ah, fuck, look at this giant Minecraft section. Yeah. Minecraft is half a decade old. Yeah, It is not yeah. It is not new. It, I don't think that that cannot qualify as new. Uh, I have some friends with kids who are like, they're over Minecraft now. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Like, I like I knew you your whole life, and now you hate Minecraft? <laughs> when did this happen? That's I like still Game like, of Thrones a new show. Like, yeah. to yeah, to this day, uh, living in SF, you only see so many kids a yeah. year. Mm-hmm. 
So when I do see kids, they are almost always wearing either a Marvel mm-hmm. shirt or a Minecraft shirt. Yeah. It's one of those two things. Mm. I thought that was... I'm wearing right now Ninja Turtle pants and like no. Nickelodeon pajama pants because we work... <laughs> Let's be clear. Uh, because Nickelodeon... It is four o'clock, by the way, <laughs> in the Nick- afternoon. Nickelodeon bought the turtles, but they still like equally market... The old yeah. turtles and the new turtles, whereas Marvel has always kind of done that. Yeah, I think I think they've shown that you can have a plurality of yeah. characters. You can sell you can sell it. Well, I think also our generation grew up to want to keep buying yeah. toys. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think that that is also part because we didn't have a war to thin out. I, 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 I do, do have a uh, eBay auction going for my baby. Uh oh, <laughs> really hoping I win. I do. I do wonder if that's part of the reason why the toy shelf hasn't changed that much is because our generation. Is now so we weak. run the markets. To yeah, make well, the that, toys. Like, oh, and we fuck. want our kids to play with what we play with. That shit. Yeah. I mean, that is what it looks like, and I'll go through that in a second, but I just looking at like, well, that's a new toy. Bratz. Mm. Bratz is 15 years yeah, old. Yeah, they're really old. Wow, 15 they're years old now, man. Because, uh, yeah, like I said, they were there when I was still working yeah. in retail. As so. is Dora the Explorer. Oh, yeah. Which I thought. I thought Bob was, the Builder, Dora the Explorer. Which seems new to me because I aged out of ever seeing a frame of that show. That shit's like 99, 2000. 2000, yeah. but it's not just that. Like, I don't know. I looked up. I think she still has a show on the air, but like the toys are aged up. As in Dora has grown. Well, after D- after Dora was Diego. Yeah, Dora. <laughs> well, there was Diego for boys, but yeah, Dora grew up a little bit. But then they what still the made episodes for, that were younger. That's Dora so Shippuden. Yeah, Dora, yeah, Dora Deep is. Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dora Sheepin in there. Yeah, it's a time jump. The Sheepin is time jump. I tried to jump in on the joke. But I tell you what, let's take a little bit of a break. When we get back, we are going to talk about toys that are still on the shelves that uh, were invented while we were born. Commercial alert. Put the VCR on pause. Ah! What is up, man babies and girl babies? Look, if you're enjoying this episode about old toys, this suggests you like to play. And I think you do, because I'm pretty sure all of you are gamers because of how you know us. You know Video Game Apocalypse and all that. But this episode is brought to you by Gamefly, and I'm about to tell you how you listeners can get started with a free 30-day Gamefly trial just by going to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime. What is Gamefly? Gamefly is Netflix for video games. For plans starting as low as about 15 bucks a month, you can get whatever game you want shipped to your door with paid postage envelopes to send them back at your leisure. Gamefly has over 8,000 games to choose from, from PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, going back to the PS3, Xbox 360, PSP. I've even found an original Xbox game on there. Yeah, it was The Simpsons. But if you're buying a certain amount of games a year and you haven't been satisfied with the ones that you're keeping, this might be the deal for you. You'll never get burned by a bad game again because you can see, oh, this sucks, put it back in an envelope, get the next game in your queue. And guess what? If you keep a game for long enough, you're liking the multiplayer, Gamefly members can buy that game at a drastically reduced price and they will send you the box and manual as if you bought it at a big brick and mortar store. We think you guys might like Gamefly. I like Gamefly. And you can try it out free for 30 days just by going to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and seeing for yourself. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, as promised, we're going to talk about toys that were created when we were kids, essentially. But They're only though, still being sold. Yes, and I'm going to start with the most popular one: a board game we all played. Everything's set for tonight, Mr. Trump. I wonder what Trump's game is this time. I had this. Trump's got a new game. Trump's got a new deal. What's your game, Donald? Trump has a new game. What is it? It's an air line, a new convention set by Mr. 
Trump, My new game is Trump, the game. Trump, the game where you five minutes. everything you ever wanted to own. Because it's not whether you win or lose, it's whether you win. Yes! Play Trump, the game. I fucked, oh my god. I had that for years. I think you'll like it. Uh, <laughs> literally till I moved out of the house I grew up in in the year 2001. You've had that? that I was joking. Like, that I've box, never seen it before. That box sat above my TV, and me and my friend Josh would make fun of it, like, oh. every day. And just, like, <laughs> like the instructions in it. There was even a thing where, like, like, here's how you play the game, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, phase three in the line, this is where shrewdness really pays off. And that, that <laughs> phrase has been between me and Josh since we were, like, 15 years old. Uh, well, Josh, this is where shrewdness really pays off. <laughs> and we would just... There's so many great lines in there, like, I'm going to win. Uh, <laughs> no, everyone who plays against me But I literally loser. had that game, because, like, my dad, like... Because in that era, Trump was a joke. He was yeah. always being oh, made fun I, of. I cut it out because it's not funny, but I feel like I'm being unfair for the four Trump listener, fans on, who are listening. It says at the end that all the proceeds of the game are donated to charity. Really? Yes. Yeah. But, like, he, he was always the object of ridicule for, like, being... I mean, he's in the spotlight, so, of course, he's going to be made fun of. Well, for but, like, everything. my dad... Yeah, my, my dad, like, bought the game as, like, a, can you believe Trump has his own board <laughs> well, game? The old, the old secret of Trump is that oh, he will appear anywhere if you say... If you, like, I got a camera, I'll be there. You should, you should look at the box and see if it was made to merit. Like, see if that game was made to merit. <laughs> <laughs> my point was the highlight that this game existed. I did not I know, expect I a fucking anecdote. <laughs> well, I... Yeah, I... That, but I this, is, this game does not exist. It's very shrewd of you, Chris. I don't want to, re- okay. like, uh, I don't want to just entertain <laughs> any more Trump conversation. So I wanted to briefly, like, talk about, well, I didn't see it there. It's but funny just, we never tried to play the game. We no, just looked at the box for years. <laughs> uh, the, the toy that, like, introduced me to Toy Dumb. I love this toy, and there are more of them, and I like this, maybe like this toy more than I like the thing he stars. That is He-Man. I really like mm. He-Man uh, mm. a whole bunch. And I love that it started by the idea of a Mattel CEO rejecting uh, George Lucas on his licensing deal for Star Wars. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of my office! I'm not giving you 750 grand for your Star Wars! <laughs> and then for the rest of his life, had to live it down and had a giant boner for creating that universe So it's like future elsewhere. and IGN? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, listeners? No. it's an amazing tale of the He-Man thing. I remember reading... It in depth. It's in well. It's There's actually, a book called He Man and the Masters of the Universe: The Rise and Fall of a Billion Dollar Idea. Uh, no, and it's also in like the. It's a prelude in the book uh, Console Wars because mm. the guy who invented He Man would go on to be the head of Sega during the Genesis and Sonic era. It was Klinsky? the same guy. Was it Klinsky? Uh, Klinsky yeah, yeah Todd wow. Klinsky. And you'll also hear more about it in. Um, uh, the How did this get made? Uh, article about movie? how they made the He Man movie. One of the points was like. He Man was hot, and yeah, by the, the time, time the movie was was filming, Dude. it was not. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, remember, I remember the opening night of that movie. My mom driving me to school. Like, you want to go see the He Man movie? No, <laughs> mom. Oh no, I rented it. What made my poor fucking grandmother watch? It. I've still never seen it beginning uh-huh. to end. Uh, someday, well, someday, it's on YouTube for free. I know. officially from Paramount. <laughs> Like, because they know they can't sell it to you. Yes. They have to, they have yeah, to stick do. a fucking uh, Liz Meet Brad ad in front of it in order to make any revenue but from it. But He-Man still heat He-Man. He-Man. He-Man was not still a thing. I brought it up just because, like, that was... I wanted to get you guys thinking about your relationship with these toys. Yeah. And one of the, the weirder things that I saw, and it's in the article, is that I saw Call, Call of Duty. Figures? Not action figures. They have a deal with Mega Blocks, a Lego ripoff. Right. Uh, who has made their bones... Uh, licensing video game characters 
for things for licenses Lego would never dare touch. Ah, so now you can build a resonator. Yeah, you can build a resonator. <laughs> you can build a Cortana in Halo. You can build Ezio in Assassin's Creed because they had that license, and they also have the He-Man license because they're oh. like a more adult version of Legos. I didn't know that. See, I I, I remember their booth at Comic Con and just thinking like. Oh, you're everybody Lego turns down or doesn't want to give the bit. Like, Lego charges a lot. The stigma a lot of, of adults yeah. having and playing with toys is gone, and that we can kind of admit, like, building Legos is really expensive, but never not fun. Mm-hmm. That Mega Bloks might be saying, like, well, if you're 17 to 35 years old, maybe you'll like these Legos. I've like, never liked Legos. Really? I don't. Ah. I don't. It's the same thing with any kind of level creation stuff. I'm like, I want to play a thing that. I want to experience something someone else made and, and be good at it or destroy it like through like you know getting really good at that thing like playing a level over and over the catharsis of like an instruction guide like assemble this together well that's different like that's, assembling something that. but it's like if, if, yeah if I wanted to build a pirate ship the Lego pirate ship it's like yeah that's fine because it's basically building a model mm-hmm. or putting together a Gundam model that then I put the paint on like that's that's cool but the idea of throwing, like, for a bunch of my friends would just put Legos down and just build things, and I wish I could. I have, wish I could do have you, that. Did you ever make anything I can't. impressive? I've, uh, like, I get so even, frustrated and bored. I, like, make, like, I, I, make, I make a wall. That's, that's my, the extent I, well, of my Lego professional I always career. make a fortress, and the, the uh, I would try to make would be putting <laughs> wheels on it. So whatever I built <laughs> eventually rolled. I'd always try to make spaceships and just be mad. Everything looks like a fucking square. <laughs> I want to uh, build angular play, cool I shit. Play my favorite He-Man commercial. You For sure? my favorite He-Man toy. You must. Uh, this is not the format for the rest of the segment. What is that? Land shark vehicle, Skeletor, Mechanic, and He-Man figures each sold separately. Help! Help! Land shark. Land shark. It's, it's the my parents didn't buy me a lot of He-Man toys, and my my parents are super nice. My dad is awesome. The one bad traumatizing story I feel like I could sell to a like I'd tell to a psychiatrist was like I go home at seven to play with my He-Man toys, and like where are they? He's like, oh, I sold them. <laughs> Why? Why? Because you never play with them. Like, what is your concept of never with a seven-year-old? Like, like <laughs> you sold my toy, and, and like, I, I, yeah, it's the one thing I'm like, why did got he this do bottle that? of Jack, yeah. son? He, ne- he never liked the idea of like licensed toys. He liked Legos. He didn't like video mm-hmm. games. He liked the idea of me playing sports and drawing and writing and not playing with a licensed character. And this is, it looks so rad. It's Skeletor riding around in Dude, a shark. No, in so a it's, it's shark. a shark on wheels, and as you roll it, the mouth will chomp up and down. Yeah, yeah I had one of those. And too. that it's thing was great. Cool. Let's I, talk about the Bashasaurus. Let's talk it, about Spider. I, I wanted that so bad, and I rarely got He-Man figures, and I had to put that on a Christmas lift and just hope and pray I got it. And does anybody want to hear Spider just for the fuck of oh, it? Oh, fuck. Put this it down is a there. laser time callback. And also notice in that last commercial that was Transformers Optimus Prime Peter Cullen yeah. pimping He-Man figures. Wow. Uh, which started in 1982, by the way. Uh, went from DC Comics into a TV show. By there was, I, there yeah. was an early 2000s reboot of He-Man. Oh, that, and those the figures. Those toys were really cool. They just yeah. reimagined them. The same idea of being very barbarian-esque, but like... Here's Clawful. He's a lobster man. But now imagine if he actually wasn't like dopey and bow legged <laughs> and had like a cool like crab face yeah, or it, like. It gave them kind of the design level of a Todd McFarlane toy, yeah. but uh, it was to sell. I mean, they had it on Toonami too. It was to sell it to teens, yeah. not to kids. Yeah, didn't, totally. Didn't it work. didn't sell that well, no. It disappeared very fast. And I remember at a discount toy outlet, I bought like all of them when they I was were, like rediscovering toys in the 20. Fucking names for those characters. Triclops? Triclops. Come on. Come I mean, on. and later they'd get. 
get they'd instead decide to make things like Dan, what was it Dentor or whatever they would make the specialty ones like oh this joke from Robot Chicken we've now made the toy yeah. but they, well, a long time ago on this very show Laser Time uh, if you're this deep in and don't back know back in the us, 30s I think the yeah. second episode we did all about rap commercials uh, and I tried one. to find as many rap commercials with featuring rap and the one of my favorites Spider, another thing I, my aunt bought me because it was a really expensive. This He-Man fucker toy took with batteries, four like D batteries. Yeah, it's a spider that walked around <laughs> really loud, and it has a commercial with a fucking rap in it, and it's delicious. Listen to every <laughs> lyric, enjoy every lyric. Master power. Some guys got it, some guys don't. Skeletor's got this creep Spider. It's awful. When Spidor's legs crawl into sight, you better step aside because he also bites. Maybe he'll get you. Maybe he won't. He's got master power. Oh, that kid's Some got guys moves. got it. Some guys don't. Spidor's new from the masters of the youth. There's assembly to do. You need batteries too. Other guys sold separately. Wow. So masters of the U has never be able to freestyle a line that cool. <laughs> it's all legalese right there. Yeah. They fit that all into rap. There's a sem- masters of the U. There's assembly to do. It requires batteries too. <laughs> that is, man. Yeah, it's give that guy a raise. Delicious. That copywriter, assuming he's not dead from a coke uh, overdose. That by copywriter now. went above and beyond. There. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you guys feel feel good about this. We're getting this, a bunch I, of stuff you might hate. Well, this uh, just you bring up uh, He Man. It, it reminded me of a, a toy series that I had no interest in it besides it being a toy. And it was insane that it took forever to become a toy, but the Toxic Crusader yeah. cartoon. Cartoon. Really like that show. The toys are great, I, but the toys were great. And I, I, I've never actually talked about this, but it's like probably one of the most traumatic events of my childhood. Whoa. I woke up in the middle of the night one night, and I was like super short of breath, and every time I tried to breathe, it was like, I was like, I had a whooping cough. Only time I've ever been to the, like brought to the emergency room was for this thing. And the next day, like, my parents were just so happy that, like... Our son's not dead. Our son's not dead. Let's take you to Toys R Us. And I'm like, can I get a Toxic Avenger toys? Anything you want, baby. Yeah, yeah. and it's like... (laughs) Those were my favorite toys throughout, like, my entire childhood. And they would always be, like, the main eventers in my toy wrestling leagues. (laughs) (laughs) This is Toxie and a guy with a huge nose. He-Man characters. He-Man characters are all the main eventers in mine. Like, uh, the Uh, top guys were... Of course, He-Man, Skeletor, but then also He-Man's dad. I was surprised I had yeah. the King, whatever King Indoor, whatever. Because yeah. and I'm trying. What I'm trying to stress here is that walking the toy aisle, like there are a bunch of things made earlier, but almost everything that was introduced during uh, like our childhood mm. is still there. Yeah. Well, is this like what, telling Chris? us that we should have kids? No, it just it just it is kind of bizarre, and I think there's a cynical thing to say about the corporatization, blah blah blah, selling everything off and confining just. The world to a few properties. We uh, may never have a Boglin in this era, like an mm-hmm. upstart Boglin. Well, Chris, this may be your calling. What? Oh, yeah. we'll always have, have Introducing three of the soft, cuddly Care Bears: friend, tender heart, and cheer. Each sold separately. I did have cheer. Every day can be a Care Bear day. You can play in a caring way. So I wanted to emphasize I, that I just had, because this I is, had a blue one with a trophy on his stomach. Who I had tender that? heart. Tender heart. That's tender heart. The one with a heart in the middle. Um, a trophy. My, my, my girlfriend still sleeps with a. Uh, Bear. She just calls it Bear. She doesn't know it as being surly <laughs> at all. It's just Bear. It's like, you know this Bear's rude Yeah, as this fuck, Bear's right? awful. He's the worst character. And <laughs> well, He was in. the one who got to star in the most cartoons because he was the one who wasn't like, hugs. Right. He's also the voice of reason. We shouldn't go on an adventure. <laughs> Sorry, Cheer sir. up, grumpy <laughs> fuck. Well, the Care Bear is conceived as by American Greetings in 1981, and we've talked about it in 2010. You wouldn't have non-Disney animated movies if not for Care Bears. 
it, it, you don't it, think it, DreamWorks would have? Uh, you don't think SKG would have? No, no, like some people tried, but like most of those companies all failed. It was I don't really of, want to know. It was I sort just, of the idea that like, we don't need to spend. Disney spends years making a quality animated film. Right. We can work four months on a property that's hot. Yeah. And make another. So the GoBots movie. <laughs> so that's why I think I grew up and like I have. Disney animation because nobody else could make any animation right. at that point because it was too I expensive. See, so uh, they showed like, look, you can shit something no, out. Say, I say for better or for worse, but it's clearly for worse. Like during the eighties, like a bunch of shitty animated movies because of Care Bears. American Rabbit, so, you know, American they Rabbit, still, Rainbow Bright and the Star. Stealer. They still sell Care Bears though. Yeah, they still sell Care Bears. What? Bears. They were conceived by the American Greetings Card Company as aw characters to put on cards and like. They debuted them at some trade show, and like everybody went fucking nuts. <laughs> and then so it really did create that like candy-colored, right. multi-casted like. There's there's like 600 members of this group, and you can buy all of them. That, I, the I Bears can't did. even imagine a convention back then because uh, even my Everybody's first smoking. I mean, my first all E3 man in business suits. Yeah, smoking. my first E3 was 04, and even that feel, felt like even then it was plasma TVs and flat screens and like. No one had smartphones, but like there wasn't like, but it was still like high tech. Yeah. The idea of like 1982 yeah. convention. Yeah. I the love idea, these fucking the cameras. Of having a lot of work to do, being all business, <laughs> and just but the but the idea in the back of your mind, it'll be days before I get to a computer. Yeah. I, I computer. Yeah. I, yeah. He's gonna call from his That's phone. What I'm saying. I can't check. I the, can't check my phone at the hotel that night. I gotta get after to the, he's had a steak and seven glasses of wine. I, I gotta get to the phone bank and call him up. These conventions Why? run Why? from eleven to three with like a two-hour break in the middle for to have <laughs> a whiskey lunch. Yeah. We need three thousand units of every, this for my toys. Every store. booth has complimentary cigars. Oh, fuck! And I'm not saying I'm, I'm not. I hadn't said this already. What I'm doing here is providing you with examples, and I've done my best, my absolute best, to find the first commercial uh, mm. from these characters and products and I played that one because uh, you could clearly hear it was a song and if you couldn't tell by listening to it it was live action because there was no Care Bears cartoon yet right yeah. and like that was that's why it it's a milestone and I hate that because it launched its line with no cartoon where after Care Bears everybody's like we better have that cartoon ready because Care Bears did not remember they had a special with, yeah. with the frozen heart guy I do on television that. Ugh, because they weren't ready for the phenomenon and that dude in the cloud car who was basically like an angel kind of I had the cloud car that fucker well both of them let's be real there was the cloud car that had the wings and then there was like the cloud cycle or whatever that had the rainbow plastic rainbow come on we talk about uh, uh, toy fads <laughs> to me it doesn't get much more fatty than this good parents my cabbage patch kids the cabbage patch Bye. kids each doll is different and you can pretend to adopt them my baby has a real diaper. You can love and care for them. Hey, why do you pretend to adopt them? You, adopt you them. buy them, you adopt them. You don't pretend. Said, you wonder where Trey Parker affected his like announcer voice yeah. from. Yeah. You can pretend to adopt them. No, I remember my parents getting me one of these. I got one. And knowing back then how big they were, I can't imagine what they went through to get it. But all I could do was just take all his clothes off. Yes. I'm like, I don't care about My hyper-Christian <laughs> grandma got uh. me one because my parents wouldn't. So, and it was so great to open it up. You now own Lucifer. Like, <laughs> yeah. In hindsight, I'm laughing at so, my grandma. Uh, my younger brother had a Cabbage Patch spinoff that was a cat. Yeah, they had that. And, and it had this big bulbous tail. So the the thing that we would do with that to- with doll like 99% of the time mm-hmm. was take that tail, tuck it between the legs, and suddenly this 
This cat doll has a giant boner. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, it is a oh cat cabbage gosh. patch. Look at that thing beneath it. I mean, that it. looks that, like a dick. It is very yeah. dick-like. Well, yeah, I, of course we took the clothes off, so now right. it's a naked cat that has a giant boner. Uh, you know... <laughs> Instantly defiling cabbage so, patch kids. See, I didn't know I didn't own any cabbage patch you kids. You had no girls you in your house. You go back watching the cartoons now, or no, sorry, you look at the news footage. Mm-hmm. Look at the news footage, and you see people killing each other. And yep. you think, like, oh, things are so bad now. Like thirty years ago, people were beating each other up for cabbage patch. It is the, like, the definition. You look up "fad" in the dictionary yeah, or Wikipedia. Yeah. I, you might you might literally see cabbage patch kids. <laughs> Care Bears was created by in, in like the late seventies by a twenty one year old art student who essentially his idea was I just want to make naked kids. Well, he's responsible man. for the design of the face, which is iconic yeah. and strangely garbage pill kids has lived longer. Which is a parody of the Cabbage Patch. Yeah. If you call that life, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's just weird that like looking at it, like we have run out of like a lot of toy companies and they've consolidated by a lot of people. But Cabbage Patch Kids is has been through everyone's hands. It's kind of independently owned. It's been published by Hasbro, Mattel, uh, Toys R Us, uh, all these other companies, wow. and was just relaunched last year. When does a and, claim get a crack? At it? <laughs> and was was announced. And like you said, Brett, they're too big. So, one, on the store shelves, they are way smaller now. Way mm. smaller. Uh, but I do love this. I, 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 we've played it on the show like at least once before. I cannot believe it's real. The first attempt to launch a smaller Cabbage Patch Kid. Shoot. It's not easy taking care of these, Michelle. Creamies need extra special care. Creamies. Oh, I oh take good God. care of her. I always test her bottle, cover her head in the sun. You want a preemie? I was. Was I this small? Even smaller. What the f- uh, Honey, I, uh, I drank a lot when I was pregnant. I was oh, in an incubator for days after I was born. What the fuck? That is real. You Kevin nearly died, dreams. daughter. That is I a mean, mine was 80s. the truth. I don't know about it. I mean, I can see that as a very 80s thing of, hey, kids who are prematurely born, let's let's not have them feel guilty about that. And now I feel like it's nothing you'd even tell your kid. Yeah. Why, like, what, why would you feel guilty uh, they would. I think it was an idea of like you were lesser, like you were well, a lesser kid because you weren't born like saying, well, the right uh, time. Yeah, you were born under a bad sign. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, Scorpio, dog, get fucked. I think that I think that preemie thing was to in the eighties to get away. It almost feels like a slur. I'm saying when I say preemies, but mm-hmm. I think it is a slur. You, I, you couldn't. I don't think you could say that to a person. Yeah, but I think they were doing it then to try to be like taking it back or or make kids I think feel better. Like is that actually the way they said it to that girl? Like you. Or a preemie, even smaller. But you're great now. Like. Even smaller, just an embryo with an arm. <laughs> it was uh, just teeth and hair. So, like, also, guess what is on the store shelves? Uh, the Transformers, of course. Oh well, yeah, they're not they're the Transformers, robots in disguise. Attack the Autobot Commander. Call in the Decepticon leader. Transformers. So have that Megatron. The Transformers from Hasbro. So good. Hasbro. So now, I, I think the monolithic toy producer now. Yeah. <laughs> the movie studio, basically. I mean, they, yeah. be- they began as Japanese toys called Micronauts, they I believe. They began uh, as... Transformers two- was like an amalgamation of a lot of stuff. They were... Uh, by t- they were So in Japan, uh, Takara, now known as Takara Tomy, had two different toy lines named Diaclons and Microman. Mm. And... and it's according to the research that uh, that Hasbro bought the molds to yeah, those yeah, characters yeah. and combined them into like there is something that feels very Japanese about the Transformers, but mm. like I don't think for a while that line was I mean, a U.S. thing. I think there is a level level of care to them mm-hmm. being made, and then 
by 86, Transformers was, well, they weren't even called Transformers, but they were a brand unto itself totally. in Japan, too. Like, famously... Well, uh, it was America, I think it was America that they gave them names and yeah. the idea of the Autobots and Decepticons, that they came from Cybertron, and obviously who, like, commissioned the cartoon to happen. Though in Japan, uh, Optimus Prime is called a Convoy. But uh, but the big difference, uh, I mean, I had a I was, Famicom game called uh, something, but I see it's spelled Convoy. <laughs> the M and N is the same. But thing. but the difference, I, I was just going to say, the proof that it got big in Japan was that, uh, as Brett will know as a as a lover of Transformers canon, that there's kind of a big jump from the end of the second season yeah. to the movie to then to the next season. And in Japan, they made two episodes that were the bridge between those, but they were only aired in Japan. And they were, uh, like, I watched them a while ago because they were on one, some Transformers game as a freebie. Of like, here's the really? lost episodes in Japanese, but well, this yeah. is the bridge thing. Like, this and He-Man both have weird things of, it's a toy line, but it's not really complete. So, you ever wonder why Battle Cat and the other, and Skeletor's Panthro, or that's, that's Thundercat's Panthor? Panthor they're just yeah. random fucking animals that are static and don't have any articulation. It's because there's some other wildlife toy that they're like, fuck, we'll buy like a million we'll buy, of we'll them. We'll buy the mold from Japan. And yeah, and then toys, uh, Transformers is the same thing where it's like, yeah. oh, here's Jetfire. That's a Robotech. Dude, that's oh, that's a Robotech toy. Shit. That's why it's we weird. have to sell like, it like now. <laughs> then to this day, there's Jetfire and Skyfire, and there's like there's this big trying thing to put a date on it, trying to find the first commercial. 1984 is roughly when we say Transformers came about mm. for America, but mm. like it might have been as early as like the late 70s for Japan, like where those characters have rooted. Yeah. I mean, we've been in Japanese toy stores a, a lot it's ourselves, like, and that they have the. I mean, the big one I was in the Yodabashi camera that has its own floor of just toys, and mm. there's the Transformers aisle. Like, yeah. Transformers yeah. is big there too. And it, it seemed pretty. Yeah. Big and now too, the, and like the, the yeah. store shelf again. This is all based on like one trip to Target where I went around taking pictures in front of children and families. Oh, Everybody looking like they want to report me and kick my ass. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm trying to find an Optimus Prime toy, and I'm like, look, like, oh, all these toys are branded with uh, Robots in Disguise, which is actually the new series airing on uh, mm. Cartoon Network. I Cartoon Network, right. and it's led by Bumblebee. Bumblebee is their yeah. leader, and not Optimus yeah. Prime. I'm like, because I, I was looking around, like, where's where's fucking Optimus? Why are there all these Transformers and no Optimus? It's called Robots in Disguise. Oh, it's called it's, Robots in Disguise. That sounds like a hidden camera show. <laughs> like Bumblebee hiding in a trash can. So oh, oh, like, hold on, hold on. I'm a robot. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Look over there. There's a camera. Yarn robots in the sky. That Bumblebee stuff feels like they're they just focus group the kids like Bumblebee more than yeah. their than their fatherly <laughs> Optimus really? Prime. Feels like, like you'd have to like like Transformers has been like it's one of those things that never ever really died. Yeah, like it, it transformed in the '90s into Beast yeah, Wars and yeah. sort of Machine Wars. Even before and, our generation caught on with like recapturing the Transformer yeah. spirit, which gave it a brand new crazy yeah. life. You can speak 2000, to from being a Toys R Us. Toys like, There was toys yeah. for adults. Well, yeah, there was Armada. Like all of these were based on cartoons and shit that kids were. It, yeah. And the only thing that ever skewed adult wise was like when they do ninety dollar throwback Optimus okay. Prime toys. Everything else, there's almost always yeah, a cartoon. Owns a Unicron, like a Unicron well, yeah, and even toy. that was based. Based on a cartoon that was on TV for or, kids, or like classic, classic Starscream in his old box, yeah, like yeah, in the yeah, red yeah. checkered that box. They, yeah. they made Unicron because, like, Unicron is a planet that eats people. Oh, does it ever? And, and the idea that you, we can't make a toy on that. No kid can afford that. They tried. And when they realize, oh, well, we don't have to market this to children, we can make a Unicron toy because someone else will spend three hundred dollars on this. Yeah, yeah I, I never did buy me. it because uh, the design was different. It was because for Armada was slightly for different. Armada wasn't the movie yeah. one. It wasn't yeah. the movie. I mean. They, I think they I realized, did end up buying a small version of that Unicron. I think at least in my day, they realized the ceiling was maybe eighty dollars for an Optimus Prime. Like here's a big ass Optimus really? Prime, and it's eighty bucks. Like 
That was a birthday gift. I got one big old Optimus Prime once, but the rest were the smaller twenty dollars. Right, still have trips. Lastly, in the our generational segment. Uh... <laughs> The point being, uh, this, I tried I to, to find the first too. commercial. I did that for my birthday that year. It almost sounds like the show theme, but not quite. Like they yeah. maybe yeah. had like access to an early version of that theme. Song. No, I think it it's, it's one of those deals like, they didn't get where they could license. But that yeah, is, they'd have that to pay the ass. Ca- yeah, but they'd have to pay the ass cap or whatever for the little. They had to pay for the, for to, the use of the toys. So when I was growing up, there was kind of like two Ninja Turtles themes we'd hum when uh, it was really popular in '87. However, what Hank? They were a comic first in '84. They were a comic first in '84, created as a parody of popular early '80s comics. Mm-hmm. Teenagers for the Teen Titans books, which were huge in the 80s. Mutants for the X-Men books, also huge in the early 80s. Ninjas because the hand in the ninjas in the Daredevil comics in the 80s. And then Turtles because it's a joke. And so it was just <laughs> a parody. It was published by Mirage, Eastman, and Laird. And even Mirage was supposed to be a joke. Like, yeah. So it doesn't it, really... It, this is nothing. And it was like, never supposed to be popular, but then... Gallagher of all people was one what? of the people yeah. to what? Gallagher what got him? in on it early. He's yeah. like, this could be a thing and I'm gonna attach my name to it and get my people hooked up with you and and pitch it to people and that's what happened. How come uh, Donatello never broke a watermelon with his bow? <laughs> wow. I don't know how long Gallagher was I, involved in it I but I imagine he's done it in the opening because it's not like Leonardo yeah. uses katanas to slice that's anybody. Yeah. You can't cut the, yeah that was the thing that bugged me as a also in the first comics they killed lots of people but yeah, in yeah, the, the comics are violent. But also yeah. the cartoon like they never have really weird uh, political discussion before. <laughs> yeah. uh, I rewatched because uh, we went home after one of the podcast recordings this week and I was still hammered mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm just gonna rewatch that season one Ninja Turtles because those first three or four episodes are so good mm-hmm. uh, no, I thought it was because like recently you went home and like shit I don't have internet because you had to order a new modem No, I, and, I, and I, watched, I, said, I, watched, I said on the text like enjoy physical media because it's all you have and I know you're not used to putting in a disc well I just watched Next Gen no, uh, but I was right though it's weird oh yeah I had to watch I had to watch a disc yeah but uh, the night before I watched because it was on streaming somewhere and I, I well I had the season one DVD for Ninja Turtles but those first that first season, it's only like six episodes. I would still say that is, it's great for nostalgia if you grew up with it, but it's also decent. Like it's, I don't know. I, I like that it's I one mean, coherent story. I, I came to hate the later ones because it got too silly. It gets real it gets, goofy it gets real silly fast. And all of those cartoons feel like so first drafty and like. Mm. Did well, you write all these in one week? <laughs> That's why the, the, the first episodes of like this and a bunch of other pilots, they have five episode yeah, arcs yeah, because yeah. they're designing a movie pilot yeah. that's supposed uh, to be good and supposed to launch. But yeah, year. those toys were like they were hot from the get go, yeah. and I remember like just being so excited anytime I got to get one Ninja Turtle, and then like that. That's kind of where I got the idea of like I have to have a villain, but you got to have all four turtles. Yeah, too. The, you gotta I think throw these things at my mom. And <laughs> yeah, I think Donatello was the last turtle I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. why I think that's the first commercial because that is mm-hmm. Splinter. Yeah. Yeah, Michelangelo, yeah, Donatello, sense. Leonardo. Well, right. also when I was a kid, yeah, I think I had I had all four of the original turtles and and a Foot wow, Clan yeah. member and and the original Shredder that who was, was like super skinny under yeah, his yeah. cloak. That was, was my really... dream to have all four Ninja Turtles and three Foot Clan members, and it yeah. never happened for me. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think also though my favorite thing for that Foot Soldier is he had those blue pads on his arm. Yeah. Right? You yeah. fucking turn those things around. 
They extend just past his oh, arm, and they're actually like blades. Green claws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I was I like, did, like turn "Holy crap! This did is it, so much did cooler." Did you have friends though that had like every Ninja Turtle? Yeah, I was that person. I, I, really? I, I, I was. I didn't want. I didn't want. Seven turtles. I didn't want anything else. It was. I had, I had I only another Brett whose name was Brett, and you his had, parents like, bought him everything. The ones in like trench coats, and the yeah. ones that were like robots. The rock and roll rapping turtles. The storage shell where their shells open. I didn't want. I like the Transformers ones. The ones who they would, as in they would be. Little turtles, and they would be their turtle selves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you transform them up I, to a point, like around yeah. when Chrome Dome and Dirtbag yeah. came out. That's yeah. where I, that's where I tapped out. I, I, yeah, like, but like I, games and Ninja Turtles. Anything yeah. else? Like when Christmas comes, don't even wonder. Yeah. Well, if it's the, not a Ninja Turtle or a video game, I'm not interested. Yeah. At the time, one of my most dog-eared copies of a of a book was <laughs> this glossy like coffee table book of every Ninja Turtle toy to that point and it was just Ooh. here's a picture of all of them and then here's some more and it's, it wasn't just toys it was merch and it was just like 100 200 pages of it and I would just like drool over like oh, all yeah. these turtles. I would toys. read like what we're clearly not realizing now clearly just meant for in, like adults like buyers like uh. toy collector magazines that were not meant for like a kid to look at but it's like here's the new Almost with What's Noah. What's cool about Donatello? He's got 17 points of articulation. Yeah, it was like, oh, here's the next series of Ninja Turtles, and I, here's Ray Filet. <laughs> and I'm like, what is Wingnut and Screwloose? This is going to be so great. My ultimate favorites were the ones that look like they're movie guys because I like their rubbery skin. Those were cool. Uh, they had the coolest the, the stuff weapons. they announced at Toy Fair, like the, no. the one-sixth, one-quarter movie turtles figures Whoa, like they that's terrifying I don't usually almost. go in for shit like that but the like the movie turtles like Can we about, just have them in the back of about the room 17 here? inches yeah, like, so when yeah. we're streaming there's just a goofy Michelangelo I'll <laughs> star for a month to Well so I don't hate I, I don't hate on the current turtles no, I think they good. actually the one of the biggest problem with the turtles was beyond their masks they are the same character and they mm-hmm. They slowly were doing things over time of like, well, he's this shade of green, and Leo's this shade of green. But in this one, it's like, this one has buck teeth. This one's missing this tooth. This one is shorter than the other. The, car- like, the Nickelodeon show or the yeah, movie? Yeah, the Nickelodeon uh, show. Which is good. I like, think those toys look real. I haven't bought but any, here, but here, those I mean, toys the look movies great. are just so overly sure. right? It's ridiculous. Here's the weird thing. They were purchased by Nickelodeon a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching Cartoon Network, and it is every break, there's a Ninja Turtles commercial. And yeah, like what big. I'm used to is... It's the Ninja Turtles and this new guy they have to fight and or this vehicle that they drive. Yeah. And that is not at all what like Ninja Turtles is a brand that is beyond big and is not it I have never seen one of those one I'm watching Cartoon Network advertising a Nickelodeon product. I just thought that was insane. Yeah. Like it's, it's on every single break. But this is to give you an idea of what, what you end up seeing. T-Sprints! It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles T Sprints. Rebel from zero to hero. These high-speed turtles power vehicles, too! Rev them! Drop them! Race them! So, like, the the audio doesn't help you out a lot there, but it it is not advertising, like, by Donatello. It's like, they're little things that you rev up and pull back, and as as singular characters... That is so one-note, though. Like... It is. Why would you buy that? Like... But it is not just that at all. Like, they have their... The Ninja Turtles have their own line of nerf. Like okay. guns, like you don't see a turtle's face. It's just yeah. the Ninja Turtles yeah. squirt gun, mm-hmm. or yeah. the Ninja Turtles like Nerf gun. And there's different lines and different commercials. Like I'd never really seen anything like that. It's like, yeah. like buy the He-Man pajamas. Like I don't, you don't even see. We never even saw that. Yeah, you would just see them. Like I am in the market for a sleeping bag. We are in the sleeping bag aisle, and that He-Man the is like, on this. Mm-hmm. I will buy that sleeping bag. But like, yeah, this yeah. T, it's T sprints, and T sprints are a thing. 
T-sprints? T-sprints. They're like little things you pull back yeah, and it's you like put a little, little cars. Almost like a little Lego man looking toy that you pull back and rev uh-huh. up and then you let go and they take off. And, and they are specifically advertising the Ninja Turtles versions of an existing product. Wow. Like, like, So that's what I think is really weird. I didn't see one thing of like, here's Ace Duck or Baxter oh, Stockman. Jesus, I like Ace Duck. He I came with a real looking gun. Like, yeah, like a 9mm. He's my favorite. Accessories. So, so he after did. you rev one of these things up and it finishes, then you have some chamomile tea and like a nice little... <laughs> Bath or something. Now, I guess that does show like, the turtles are at such is, a level they can be like Star Wars or Marvel, just like we are this plus this. And I, like, and I know there's there's something to say about corporatization and all this, but it is somewhat validating when you walk through a toy aisle and say like, well, this is still working on some level. Yeah. So I'm not. I wasn't an idiot for liking these. Somebody things. made a thing that had st- that kind of staying yeah. power. I'm still yeah. curious, Chris. What was the oldest toy in the aisle? What <laughs> was the oldest toy in the aisle? We will find out when we get back. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will return after. Thank you, people, so much for listening. Oh man, it has been a crazy week. I look. I hate to tease something, but I have a story to tell that happened to me over the weekend. And the place where we usually do that is a little show called Bonus Time, which is on Patreon.com/LaserTime. Patreon is how we're supported. It launched 30 2010, our brand new pop culture show that looks 30 20 10 years ago into the past. Uh, it launched Talking Simpsons, the first season of which remains exclusive to the patrons who made it happen. And guess what? But we opened up Monday Night Movies for everybody, but only patrons got to choose the community choice this week. And that choice is RoboCop, the 1987 version, please. But we encourage you to check that out if you like supporting us. If you don't like paying to support us, hey, that's fine. We like you, even if it is a little less. But we do encourage you to go to lasertimepodcast.com because that's where you can see where we post all of our podcasts, where we post articles. I put up a ton of stuff last week. Stream Beavis and Butthead for 420. Uh, you won't believe what I whipped out. That sounds bad, but I, I swear, check it out. Well, whatever. I guess that was a good tease then. But However, I did put something we worked really hard on. Me and Josh, the guy uh, of Sketchlayer, Josh Anderson, who helped redesign our entire website. Uh, go there and check that out. But we made a video called Eight Stupid Things Superman Does in Video Games. I love Superman, but I wanted to celebrate his awful contributions to video games. Also on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash network. We highly recommend you subscribe. Uh, we put up two new editions of our weekend stuff we've been working on, which is an in-depth analysis of Marvel Cards, the 1990 Marvel trading cards that in a pre-internet world uh, allowed Brett Henry and I to know there was a bigger Marvel universe that was all connected to one another, and I'm really enjoying going through that card by card. It's really neat, especially if you were a collector of the cards, and I have a feeling many of you were. If that's not your bag, me and Brett are trying to play through all of Kingdom Hearts. Check out our latest episode. It involves Alice in Wonderland. That seems like the weirdest plug I've ever given, but Henry's also got some superhero spotlights. We have some bonus time clips for you, Uh, but I would say enjoy the Monday night movie this week at 6 p.m. Patrons will have access to the commentary anytime they want, but you, for free, can join us live every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. How about we take off and get on with the show? Oh, wait, one last thing, lasertimepodcast.com. We're going to have an accompanying article where I'll show you all the toys that I found on this uh, in this episode and uh, links to buy them if you wanted to but it's, I thought it was more fun to write about the write a little more in depth about the history of every single one of these toy lines I don't know it's something I'm fascinated by you know me by now tell a friend laser time peace last week on Cape Crisis the early press on Civil War is pretty good in comparison to Batman vs. Superman, which 
hid the film from critics until the three days before the film's release. We are weeks away from Civil War, and the reviews are already out. All very positive. It's like, possible to like Batman versus Superman, as yes. long as you love Batman and Superman. If you like movies, you don't like it, and that's why the critics... Re- <laughs> yes. that's, that's why I hate it. Uh, but the critics, like, the lines I was re- reading multiple ones was, The Perfect Spider-Man. I was like, fuck, I... Yeah. I maybe should fly to Japan or London a week early just to, to see it when it's out in those territories instead. You can expense that from your own money. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, you're not going to give me the. You're not going to give me the. Fight it off at the end of the year. <laughs> That's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast you must listen to every Thursday or Friday. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when we live in our dreams. Welcome back. This is the segment where we round out what is the oldest character mm. on, on the toy shelf. And again, I'm using a specific encounter with a Target toy shelf. Because mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I forgot to do was get the first commercial for a Mario toy, uh, realizing there weren't any commercial for I Mario mean, toys. The first one must be the McDonald's Happy it Meal. It was. And like you will yeah. see you will find that in all of these clips as we search for the oldest toy because like this was these are the kind of phenomena that took people unaware that like we could Make a merchandise off of this? Well, thing? I mean, I'd say for Nintendo specific or Nintendo in America specifically, yeah. they didn't realize till like five years ago they could sell it's toys real. with Mario. On so there's there, it. Are, even though you could buy the crap out of them in Japan, but in America they just didn't. So seem I to wanted do. to include him, but I and I did in the article, mm-hmm. but like they're, they're the only reason I left the toy aisle because there's no Mario representation mm-hmm. in the toy aisle proper. There's a representation in the electronics aisle, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's tons of Mario figures. Is and it me? More than just Amiibo? Stuff. Can you actually buy, like, a posable Mario? No, it's just Amiibos. But, but Nintendo's still, still buying the ball. But like, if you think... There well, were, no, they, for years, at Toys R Us, like, to this day, there are, like, here's a Mario, here's a Bowser. They're, yeah. like, that plastic... They're uh, awful. They're the worst. They're not great, but it's, like, if I was 10... I mean, for me, I'm not going to play with the toy, so mm-hmm. if I... Yeah. If I felt like buying a Mario, that's fine. Yeah. Or like It'll a Mario just sit on a shelf. in a certain way. Not like, really, no. Yeah. Well, back that's when insane. we used to work at the website together, when I first started there, I showed you guys, like I brought in to make um, a shelf of Mario toys that yes, I would I end up with. see it every day. When the, we were... <laughs> the seeds of it were my original Mario toys, and they were the plastic, unmovable, yeah. like uh, polyurethane, yeah. whatever ones. They, I, I like being a dork. It's and, the wallpaper to our fucking computer. <laughs> <laughs> I like being a dork and collecting things, but I collect really two things and two things alone. I collect Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Who Framed Roger Rabbit stuff. Uh, I'm sitting in a room that suggests otherwise. <laughs> well, uh, but I, well, Hoverboards. These, these, these are all things and, at one point uh, I thought I needed. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but I don't fun. buy, like, well, like Henry, like, I think what you were saying, you're not, you didn't go out and try and start a Mario collection. What I did is I liked Mystery Science Theater and Roger Rabbit enough that I bought everything that came out, which is not a lot. Yeah. And every time there's a new Roger Rabbit thing, like once a year, yeah, there I'll are buy literally that. two copies of Ghost Trick. When, yeah. Once <laughs> I got once I got to thirty Mario's, and it just kind of had a snowballing effect. Yeah. And that was also when I started four years in a row going to Japan once a year. And when you go there, it's like, well, here's eight, here's eighteen Mario's I never have seen yeah. before. I guess I'll come back with all of them. Yeah, I've definitely made some like, well, I'm here, I might as well buy it. And yeah. then I get home and I'm like. 
Oh, right. And That's now true. they're all in four boxes in my hallway. But your I, bag checked at uh, TSA and like, why do you have 18 Mario figures in your bag, sir? <laughs> uh, the Japanese did not judge my toy purchases. Uh, but yeah. to get back to, we were trying to find the oldest toy. And I set, I wanted to set this, this is before any of us were born. Mm-hmm. And it's all going to go even further back in time wow. from here on out. Yeah. So, my, I think so why oldest, not? What's that else? Well, what, you said Raggedy Ann, which was pretty old. I, I mean, that's uh, ancient. Like, that's Raggedy a depression Ann, era thing. But Spider-Man. that was man yeah, but then before, I was suggesting yeah, Godzilla, like, oh. 54. So, this all takes place before you're born, before 1980. Star Wars, you and your children loved it. <laughs> now, the Earthlings at Kenner have asked my associate and me to present the Star Wars collection. Truly remarkable toys and games for your children. What are you so excited about now? My goodness, the Star Wars TIE Fighter and X-Wing Fighter. Now your children can relive our great space battles. That's, that's, you think of Star Wars toys as uh, action figures, but there was a bunch of stuff before that. But in the 70s, like uh, there was a ton of stuff. And this, yeah, the yeah. action figures happened. Oh, and Plastic Galaxy, by the way, is a documentary I watched on Hulu and is only about Star Wars toys mm. and Kenner. And like about that whole phenomenon, right, how, right, how right. like it just burns so hot for six years. And it is really then cool. They re-released all those vehicles as Power of the Force in the nineties. They, little... they talk about that and how it didn't work. I'm a little bothered that C three PO called us Earthlings in that commercial. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that suggest this... that like Luke Skywalker is a different race? Well, than those us? are not in a different galaxy. Dave. Come They're on, Dave. To me, this is the... another galaxy. That, that, nobody says like you're a Nabooian or you're a this. What or I'm trying to that. find is is the first or earliest commercial I can find because of the way C three PO addresses us. They didn't have their That's Bible. That's what I think. Because like, because C three PO should never fucking address us. I still love it, even to this day. Unless he's talking about autism. Or wait, what was it? It the, was the vaccinations. Yeah. You can find that on our Jeez. Facebook page, facebook.com slash Andrew Time Podcast. Even to this day, Anthony Daniels would do everything yeah. he's asked. Like, well, yeah, hey, it's thirty, it's three hundred bucks. I will be C three PO everybody. But like, I was there on a Wednesday night on, at Target, and yeah. like the Star Wars section looked ravaged mm. and I'm trying to find like who are some yeah. old figures new figures and like Poe Dameron was the only one I saw mm. of any kind like the only figure left and, and what you don't know from not watching Cartoon Network like me is that there are weird other things mm. like uh, there's a lightsaber line where you can customize make your own lightsaber by Ooh. buying a shitload of different components Wow, and it looks I mean, as a kid, like I, mean, I would have lost a, my fucking mind. Yeah. It's not unlike how Jedi's in their training build their yeah. own lightsaber. When you get off of Star Tours, they, it funnels directly out into a yeah. build your own lightsaber. Kiosk. I know. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, I, I dude, wish I had that shit Wars. as a kid. Uh, Star I Tours. Never been on Star Tours. Well, it was our problem. It was our problem that in the mid to late '80s, when we got in prime Star Wars age, mm-hmm. that's when George Lucas was least interested in yeah. selling Star yeah. Wars things. Yeah. And that's why I think that's part of the reason why they have that huge value. Did you see that fucking video of Rick Springfield, Jesse's girl? Yes, that is huge Star Wars. He toy has a collection. massive Star Wars mint yes. condition. Uh, what do you call them? The ratings. Uh, wait, where you send your shit in to get rated? Oh, by you mean oh, like yeah. the C? Well, the like, comic book yeah. rating. Yeah, thing, but with yeah. action figures, like he has them all in hermetically sealed boxes. Rick Springfield, wow, soap that's, opera star. That's shocking. Uh, He's never gonna get Jesse's girl that way. I know. <laughs> Uh, but what I, I couldn't find a lot of like what you would call cool or notable Star yeah. Wars stories. The, the weirdest one I saw was a uh, thing called Furbaka, which is a combination of Furby and Chewbacca. Henry wow. Gilbert with the win. What? I, I couldn't must guess have the oldest s- toy, but you guessed that. I must have seen that in the periphery at some point and remembered it. But yeah. that does it, Furby. 
Like the kids were. Furby yeah. still a thing. Some Furby. executive at at Furby headquarters deserves a raise because he probably like <laughs> talked to somebody at Star Wars and they're like, "Yeah, we'll save your dying uh, brand." Sitting in a dusty factory <laughs> with like a bunch of angry Furbies with red lights Kid, in their eyes. Kids, you'll mostly yeah. know Furby as the lo- the nearly closed eyes lid toy that as a reaction shot, <laughs> as a reaction JPEG. Well, last year Disney made a huge deal of just like mm-hmm. we're announcing the merchandise yeah. today is Star Wars. Day when we announced the merchandise, like Jesus Christ, guys! Like this isn't even a movie, it's, or it's, it's so it's weird. Just just stuff. A, like they purchased very publicly Lucasfilm for four billion dollars, and then like within six months around Force Awakens, like we made two billion dollars. Yeah. Like yeah. George Lucas has enough money to not facepalm himself, right? But like maybe you weren't doing enough with this. And yeah, I, he could. Well, he doesn't it. have the machine. I would think that yeah. Disney has. Yeah, there was talk about Disney a couple of years ago buying Hasbro because Hasbro mm. is the one producing a ton of these toys yeah. for other people and Disney owns these licenses now but no manufacturer mm. I don't know I thought that was interesting I, that, that is an adult yeah. toy concern I try not to shame phone nerds but like I remember like the the first day that Star Wars, the Force Awaken toys were yeah. available oh, shame the amount it. of people on like my Twitter like this is bullshit my yeah. local Target was out of Poe Dameron like Motherfucker, you're 35 you're 30. years old like, you're 35 you years don't old. even know who Captain Phasma yeah. is yeah. you yeah. haven't seen them yet yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't understand that. At then all. again, if I like, if when the Wii U came out, I wasn't able to get my console, I would have probably at Reply Target like you, fucking, you assholes. fucking assholes, you ruined it on my mop. <laughs> you uh, know who I am. <laughs> well, I should get some garbage bags while I'm here. So uh, this is debatable. Uh, another another old toy where you're talking about oldest toys. I couldn't find a specific commercial to this because it is a uh, weird European company. But Lego existed for years, mm-hmm. mm. but they never had a character. And the minifig is what yeah. we call the little Lego yeah. man. Yeah. Like, that was introduced in uh, 1975 mm-hmm. with no face, no movable arms. Oof, really? Uh, yeah. And then around 1978, they started giving them faces because I think they, they made their first women. And that's they had distinguished them from men. Uh, that's when we got Charlie Day's Space Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I, I had Space Guy. I, I love that one movie. of my favorites. Uh, but this is one of the earliest commercials I could find. It's from England, and it's so fucking cool because it's done all with Legos, stop motion from the 70s. We've just heard that a 300-foot monster is heading for Legoland Town. Over to our correspondent. Here at police headquarters, work is underway to prevent a disaster. Residents and the roadworks division are turning houses into a wall to keep out the intruder. Ambulance and fire services are on standby. Every... That Holy music shit, that it sounds like an old fucking sci-fi movie or Clockwork Orange. Man. Yeah, yeah. But if you think about Lego, didn't have people repre- like yeah. human being representation for decades. Like yeah, the minifig, the minifig is just older than Star that, Wars. That music is like the same music that's at the end of Sleepaway Camp, where you, <laughs> where you see the uh, you see the, <laughs> the severed head of. A, ugh. Did you know that Jesus when uh, did you know that when Lego was big in Japan? That's when Nintendo, the yep. toy company, decided, "Hey, we should make some of our own yeah. here." And we're so, a toy company. This is yeah. big. Let's rip it off. So they made N and B blocks, yeah. which had uh, their big thing was, "Well, they make blocks, but we have smooth edged blocks. We have some circular ones." Hmm. And they were threatening to be sued by Lego. And they, but, I, but it was this one international court thing where 
at the time, companies weren't as global then, so it really was just like people in Europe shaking their fist at people in Japan, and they can't yeah, it's, do it's anything. The weird thing of like, well, you want to sue us, but how do you speak Japanese? We yeah. don't know. <laughs> Go ahead and try to so, get in our court system. I, yeah. I dare you. Give it a shot. <laughs> we don't have to acknowledge your rules, uh, but you can see those N and B blocks. I think they're they only represented in, uh, Mario, in Super a, Mario Land Two. They appear in a WarioWare game too, but they're most famously in in Super Mario Land Two mm. in the in the one when you're in the giant Mario toy. Boy, that that uh, stage, if you recall that. Uh, and then let's see if you can guess six the, golden coins. And so we're going to move past uh, so way no, earlier than Legos. I forget how I had these laid out, but uh, this is before 1975. And this should barely count. Oh, we didn't well, even talk about how crazy expensive Legos are now. Like, if you want, well, if you want a Simpsons Quickie Mart, like yeah. get, set aside 250 bucks, buddy. But somebody posted like the Sears 1987 catalog <laughs> or the Toys R Us catalog, uh-huh. and it's like it's weird to look at. The Nintendo games are less expensive, 39.99. Yeah, adjusting for inflation. The Lego shit is way more expensive mm-hmm. and always was. Legos have always been hyper expensive. Yeah, Plastics yeah. bullshit, man. So I wanted to play this to emphasize how much, how little a certain organization had their shit together. I have a bunch of these. It's the Batmobile, complete with Batman and Robin. And the Batcave, sold separately. Assembly required. Inside, Batcave is loaded with equipment. And here, it's Spider Car, complete with Spider-Man and the Incredible what? Hulk. You can pretend they're heading for Spider-Man Alley. So, like... Don't tell me how to pretend, motherfucker. So the, the point is to that that DC... No, neither DC or Marvel had, like, an action figure group. Uh, but Spider... Like, there, there was no dedicated division to making Spider-Man toys. There no. was one company. We think this is worthwhile, but we're going to advertise it in a commercial with Batman. That is weird. Yeah, like, I... Well... Okay, so I think the comic book companies were just... They didn't realize how much those... Can you give me a born date for Spider-Man? August 1962. It is 1962. Another win for Hey Now, Henry Gilbert. Uh, But yeah, the Marvel and DC didn't... I think they realized, like, yeah, we could sell these on, like, pajamas or whatever to kids. It just wasn't part of their business. It wasn't part. They were were advertising people in Mad Men. The stuff you see in Mad Men in the 60s, that's who most people making comic books were. For almost 50 years. Like, it was not part of their plan to make toys. How come Don Draper never sold, like... Fucking, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man underoos. If only, like if only Stan Lee had come it's into his me. office one episode. Doing like a slideshow. Like, I'm going to sell a thousand Mercedes. That'll the equal one million Spider-Man. I mean, Where does it lie? Yeah. A superhero. Uh, as a very young kid, it was in the pre-Toy Biz era of being a Marvel or Spider-Man fan. All you had was that fucking spider cycle that they sold for like two yeah. decades, it felt like. It looks yeah. so old. And you can't take Spider-Man off it. And the last thing I want to do is dry, pretend well, Spider-Man's driving his motorcycle. Let me, let me put a pin in the comic book conversation because <laughs> it's right. going to happen the older we get. Okay. Uh, because that's 6259 is the birth of another famous toy. It's our first commercial. Barbie, you're beautiful. You make me feel... Made out of onion meal. <laughs> It's so it's so weird. It's a black. It's one of our few black and white commercials ah. um, because it, it did launch in 1959, and just the origins of it are silly. Uh, a, a woman pitching the toy because her she noticed her daughter was taking her dolls and mm. putting them in domestic situations that mm. made into like 
well, what if we made a, a doll that was an adult and she was laughed out of the toy executive's <laughs> office? And she could, she didn't which I have to assume game. was all cigar chumping men. <laughs> you dumb broad! You dumb broad, you leggy dame stepping in here and mawing all over me. <laughs> like, she didn't find her proof until she had to go Drinking to Germany. Manhattan at noon. And I meant to write all this down. It's, it's going to be in the article uh, that. She went to Germany and found an adult woman doll based on a famous comic strip. And she had to bring it back from Germany and be like, see? Oh, the this Frau is, doll. This, yeah, Frau, uh, yes. <laughs> Betty Frau line. And then present it to the, the, the organization and see, like, this is what it looks like. So in 1959, she finally got Barbie off the ground. And she was launched in Blonde and Brunette. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to get into a giant conversation Sorry, about genius. this because we're all men who didn't play with Barbies, but there's never not been a controversy as long as I've been alive about Barbie and how she's physically represented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, I mean, there was, yeah, it's always been about how she is an unrealistic beauty standard or there's no black Barbies yeah. or whatever. So what you'll see in the article is that it is a giant section of Barbies and the labels on them are insane. This is Barbie. This is curvy Barbie. This is tall Barbie. Mm. This is Latino Barbie. Barbie is just a girl, and you can buy her in any form now. Mm. Tar- I can't imagine this will work mm. producing that many toys. I mean, that's yeah, so back, very back when I was at the toy store, they would like all anyone who wasn't white Barbie was like Barbie's friend, Skipper, yeah. Yeah, like Skipper, yeah. or well, I think that was her daughter or sister, or, little sister, little no, sister, definitely not daughter. Come on, she ain't had no babies. Yeah, Barbie's not. She hasn't had a dick in her yet. But vagina uh, sealed. Well, Ken was, what's Ken going to do? Those cannot support a <laughs> yeah. But uh, also the thing with Barbie was after they went from like, oh, a, you know, here's a consumer level doll you can buy. At some point it twisted into here's the $75 Barbie in a glass case. Because like at Toys R Us it was like you had tickets you had to take to buy games or anything over a certain yeah. dollar amount. There were Barbies in those same cases because like mm-hmm. this is Barbie in the Marzipan sled or this is Barbie based on... Wizard of Oz, or this is Barbie based on this elegant licensed dress that's a hundred dollars. I think Barbie was way ahead of the curve on selling really? things to selling things to adult collectors. I mean, like, it's the well, same Beanie Baby or collector plates. I thing. think it was the, the measure that it was a lot, but like I remember one of the first toys I got into was like Gizmo. I like the Gremlins, yeah. mm-hmm. and like what can Gizmo do? Like he's a guy who just sits there and like, <laughs> he, he, he yeah, but he nice. drives a Barbie Ferrari like where's hey, Gizmo's yeah. fucking Barbie for why does Barbie have 16 cars yeah. and Gizmo drives that car and he can't like my I guess Gizmo it, doll is incompatible with this Barbie yeah. Ferrari god damn it a pre-order Louis canceled to me. once again oh shit I should move on I have to oh and you know today Barbie they sell they have the black line of Barbie which is I don't mean African American Barbies. I mean that, <laughs> it, that it is the black label Barbie, oh, as in whoa. kind of like Johnny Walker Black, and that what it's more f- expensive and fancier. They they do this of like these are the really fancy Barbie creations mm. that are that are for adults. And I only first learned about them because they made them for Batman versus Superman. Mm. They what? made Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman mm. from the movies, mm. but in the Barbie thing. So they have Barbie-ish, you know, size and features and faces and everything. But they're made to be sold to, I would guess, men. I'm only, again, I'm using only what I saw in the Target toy shelves to jump through time. Hang on. You saw Barbie in the same aisle as the Ninja Turtles? Well, the toy section. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. The toy section, uh, and I did see this in the toy aisle. We were jumping 10 years. In 49? Time. 49. Wow. The statue of Uh There's a Ric Flair toy oh. in the Target toy aisle <laughs> yesterday. All right, he was born in 1949. Yeah, he was he born was in not, 1949. He was not wrestling until the yeah, 70s I got, or 80s. I got that fucking information, too. He, <laughs> he, started, he started in, like, 71, Yeah, but... 
Ric Flair's a real person! And he is still around. <laughs> and he's alive! He was at WrestleMania 32. There's no new Ric Flair. There's just Ric yeah. Flair. I mean, <laughs> he's an American institution. Uh, WWE toys or wrestling toys have been huge for yeah. forever. In the 80s, there was those yeah. are the ones I had. The like giant plastic ones. Well, they had the thumb wrestling yeah. ones, and they had the giant plastic ones. So and what, then they I had tried the smaller to do, size ones. Because yeah. you guys only light up when we talk about wrestling now. Yeah. You fucking dorks. Uh, um, I lit up about Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, is I tried to find who made the first wrestling figure, Ooh. and I tried to fi- I find that I found the first LG- WWE LGN. Oh wow! Uh, LGN made the first WWE wrestling superstar. With wrestling superstars, it's like having a real match right in your own home. There's Jimmy Superfly Suka. Murderer. <laughs> Keep going, Dan. Uh, the Iron Sheik. Very uh, old. Oh. Hogan. Oh, confirmed racist. Big John Studd. Dead. And now you can fly him and flip him and the swing him, swing him. Wait, 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 wait. So that's, that's circa like 1984. I, I am certain that is Vince McMahon's voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, you think so? It, like, it, it, he's it putting on a different yeah. voice, but that is Vince. He, like, and he's the one that wanted to do this, like 1984? That was when I think yeah. his dad might have still been alive and like, no, we're still an old classic wrestling organization. We're New York-based. We're only doing the Northeast Territory. But then he's like, no, I'm going to fucking take over the world. I'm going to steal everyone's talent. And I'm I am going sell to sell this to kids. I'm going to make people, I'm going to make all the wrestlers superheroes. And, uh, yeah. That's, that's what I thought was, was I, I was hoping I'd find like a weirder, earlier toy from someone who wasn't WWE. And I sort of did. I just can't put a date on it. Uh, yeah, I can't eat. Ladies and gentlemen, a tag team extravaganza. Let the battle royale begin. Looks like Hawk is about to drop in on the fabulous ones. Uh oh, the Baron's after the animal. Battle Royale place that comes complete with six figures, referee, and official wrestling ring from Remco. So that was a WCW. No, that's no, AWA. 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 But still, like, those kids they, had uh, not Southern accents, which <laughs> is what I would have expected. Well, like, AWA is Midwestern. It's, it's, guess, it's, yeah. it's like Chicago, yeah, Milwaukee. It's like Minnesota, Minnesota Wisconsin. And, no, that, well, well, that's Hulk and Animal, don't you know? That shows they were smart enough to license the Hulk right before he goes over mm-hmm. to WWF. Yeah. I do love that that you can hear in even the original one, Vince McMahon, like, you can say a lot of things about Vince McMahon, but he is still to this day is like, I should do everything, damn it. And he, even <laughs> no back then, he was like, why am I going to spend money on hiring a person to do it? I can do it I better. I'll, ride I'll, the I'll map out the parking spaces. Right? <laughs> Just, like, uh, I love that. I so, love we're, that. We're, we're, Hank, Hank, we're in superhero territory. Oh, and I want to uh, see if you can guess what superhero comes I mean, next. I mean, I think it's older. One. So, before 49, nah, I mean, Superman. there's still a few. Before 49, like, um, but uh, it's still like, let's, uh, let's, let's, I'll let's say Cap. Jesus wow. Christ! Again, <laughs> again, and like Captain America. There, I'm. Only, this is the last time you'll see specific toy commercials for that toy. I just love the way this sounds. I can't not play it. The Incredible Hulk meets Captain America. Each a foot tall with flyaway action pack. Assembly required. Just took up the flyaway pack, and here comes Captain A. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's, it's him and Scott Hulk with like it. little string-based jetpacks. Uh, uh, that you don't. I, that those were the things that drove me crazy as a kid. Because like, I just want the toy, the guy, yeah, the comic. I don't yeah. need a trick. Because, yeah. but again, that's how that, how not invested they were with yeah. it. And like, what I what I have here as we get into our even o- older Captain superheroes. A. His um, first appearance will be nineteen forty-one. Is, is Captain A at all related to fucking A? I want to get into because this is this is crazy to me. Wait, I don't know. I'll, I'll play this one first. It's from the seventies. 
Uh, Mego, M-E-G-O, mm. like Lego with an M, uh, made a shitload of superhero toys. And they just, there are beautiful, like, I, I, I was trying to make an article, like, how many times have DC and Marvel crossed over? Mm. And it turns out in these commercials, it's like every seven seconds for ten years. Yeah. And these are in shot in such together. a way where, like, they pose the toys in these uh, elaborate landscapes. The world's greatest superheroes. Batman and Robin, the dynamic duo. Superman, the Man of Steel. Aquaman, the famous undersea crime fighter. Tarzan of the Apes. Tarzan. Shazam, now featured on network television. Wow. Captain America, fighting injustice the world over. Spider-Man, the weird wall climber. What? It's weird. But so, yeah, it's yeah, just a weird for liking them. So that's that's so when I grew up, like like Marvel, I be, I think I sort of loved because they were always secondary to DC characters. Mm-hmm. They were they was these were always like they're less popular, but man, are they scrappy? Yeah, but yeah. they're always four down on that list, yeah. and and yeah, I think also the the Mega Toys. If you like Robot Chicken, you should thank them for existing, making yeah. it exist because Robot Chicken began really yeah. as the Mego, as Twisted Toy Theater, which usually starred the Mego toys in, uh, like, Toy Fair. Uh, in Toy Fair co- uh, magazine, the Wizard comic spinoff. But oh, anyway. If you want to know, you have further proof that this is from, uh, the early 70s because the, the Shazam thing is a pretty good timestamp. Yes. Yeah. I don't think his TV show lasted beyond 74. <laughs> it was one, you know, look at pictures of that too. But yeah, no, it was 76 because it was, it was created because Wonder Woman was so popular. The TV producers were looking at every comic book they could to be the next Wonder Woman, which was Hulk and Shazam. And that, that soundtrack sounded straight out of like a 1940s. Totally. Duck and like, cover. Yeah, please melt these toys into steel so we can uh, make guns. <laughs> anyway, like uh, th- like this is great. Enter from the forest. Iron Man, power personified. The Falcon, that great black superhero. Whoa. Whoa. So that's the only thing that defines Falcon. It's not that he's flying in the fucking commercial. Well, yeah, the toy is like clearly from off screen. Someone is dangling him yeah. from like wires. All right. Well, so the Green Goblin, Spider Man's strange enemy, the Lizard, <laughs> half man, half beast. He's on a beach. It's he's great. on a beach. Uh, is this every character? It's in so thing? many it's characters. Com- Look, commercials were, were longer. Back we're then. just scratching the surface because I'm just going to get into the next one on the list. Uh, Batman. Uh, I, what well, year? You got a year on that? Hand oh, thing? Batman, he was uh, 30. Oh, uh, it was, well, he's 75 last year, so 39. Or 30, no. Yeah, 39. He is 39. Uh, Batman is 39. And this is one of the oldest toy commercials. It'll be the last time any of these characters appear together. But this is what's bizarre about it, is that there's not, even at this point, there's, like, I, sorry, I should go without saying, obviously I saw Batman toys in Target. Yes. Yeah, that, like, Duh. You, I don't, I, I'm trying to project a year where you won't. See a Batman toy, uh, but there were no Batman specific toys, um, and I think this is, comes from the fifties. There's a character named uh, Captain Action. Bold and brave, strong and true, streak of lightning from the blue. Captain Action. Captain Action, so hmm. super powerful you can change him into nine of the mightiest superheroes of all time. What? So Captain Action comes with a sword and a gun and a generic suit and a la DLC. Ah. Change Captain Action's uniform and face mask and he's Batman, fighting crime with his batarang. He's the mysterious Phantom. <laughs> he's the Lone Ranger. Mm. He's Flash Gordon, and he's Superman, flying to the rescue. Get Captain. 
So, like, Captain America was part of the set, too. Wow. He's infringing on all the copyrights. Yeah, there's yes. not a standalone figure for these characters. Somebody yeah. had to make something called fucking Captain Action to get... Isn't yeah. that the Phantom, Tarzan, Conan, and uh, who else? I mean, they were all pretty big. Flash back. Gordon. They were all uh, Flash on Gordon. equal footing. Yeah, they're all on equal footing. I mean, Batman was kind of the lower dude. Superman was where it was at. Yeah. Batman... Batman, I guess he had like the in in mainstream. He had those like serials in the forties. Like he the, led, the, he led that. He, he was did. the first licensed yeah. character. I, I do have to pee, and I want to wrap this show up soon. Uh, but you said serial. That's a good segue to our next <laughs> oldest toy. So let's think one year before Batman, Henry. Well, that would be Superman. Indeed, it is. Uh, this is the only specific Superman commercial I could find. And again, this is because DC's not making toys. What is it? Up in the sky. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Superman. Yes, sir, kids, a real flying Superman that can be yours. Looks just like Superman himself. He's made of tough blue plastic and has a bright red cape that fits on his shoulders. With your flying Superman, you get a powerful launcher to send him sky high, zooming through space just like Superman does in his adventures. Now, you'll want to be one of the first to have your own flying Superman, so listen carefully, because here's all you do to get yours. Send one box top from Uh, Kellogg's Corn Flakes and just 10 cents. That's one box top and just 10 cents. It it is. 10 cents. That's your father's hourly wage. (laughs) Man, well, that, boy, I forget how much box tops had to do with stuff back then. That was a... My parents had to explain it to me because it was a plot on a Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. That the joke was that box tops were the real bedrock of a, of a, the economy, the world's economy. Well, for toys especially. Yeah. What did they do with them when they got them? They send them in. You ate no, your cereal and what, you put them in a... You cut them off and then you put them in an what envelope. What does Kenner or whoever do when they get them? They just throw them it away, It inspires right? children to buy cereal, though. That's was, what the I point wanted to have is. a larger talk about pizza points early on because that's no. how to get a bunch of Ninja Turtles. reward programs. Oh, yeah. Asking my friends, can I please your pizza points. So uh, I, I mean, I had so many cool light points. But I, I but wanted to bring future laser time. Like, let's say, like, th- this is not. I'm not blaming DC and Marvel for not being on top of this because almost nobody was. Ducktales, Tailspin, Darkwing, like Ducktales mm. and Tailspin were huge in Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I own one figure from that era because yeah. it came in Kellogg's cornflakes. Yep. Yeah, there was and nothing. like they did not. There are no toys from that era to buy. You can buy maybe birthday party napkins. Darkwing Duck did have a Darkwing toy. Darkwing Duck did. It was like the first. And it must great. be because they said like, "Oh, he's a superhero. Maybe kids will buy that one." I get, but people don't want to. But that was like want Baloo who flies yeah, a plane. That was like four Disney cartoons in where it's like I would have loved to have bought what was Baloo's plane? Mighty Duck. <laughs> I forget uh, the Spruce Goose. Spruce no, it's not. It's not. It was Baloo's plane. Called? I totally forgot what it is, but I'm trying C-Duck? to wrap it up. <laughs> C-Duck? I'm, gonna, I'm pinching my dick. Uh, but yeah, Superman <laughs> was a star of his own. And George Reeves. Series. Not even oh, close to the oldest character. Chris is about to become target. a real life baby. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> all right, then who are we at the oldest? Is uh, no, not even close. Not, ooh, this geez. does get into Wizard of Oz, but I'm running right? out of clips, so you, you can all look right. forward to that. Snow White, Snow oh, White is wow. on the. Ah, uh, uh, that was 37. Ah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Henry gets the MVP at Laser Time Award. Too bad uh, there is no monetational value. It was, it was what called uh, Disney's Folly or whatever. Everybody thought it was going to kill the yeah, company to make a feature-length animated film. and Which is a good lead-in, because we're going to jump like ten years ahead uh, to... So was it dwarves or just Snow or actually Snow White? There, it's really weird. And I, I couldn't find a good clip of it, but one of the only action figures thing was a bottle of bubble bath. 
Mm. Soapy Snow White, uh, mm. and you could hit Dopey Snow White. That shit is not a toy. That is, is a ploy to get kids to bathe, which is what a kid <laughs> does not want to do. But there's a good uh, special feature in one of my Disney DVDs that, like, Disney was not ready to merchandise Mickey at all. They they entertained offers as people came flooding to them, mm-hmm. but that was not part of their plan when they were making stuff. And the only thing they had that with was Three Little Pigs. It was the first Disney merchandising sensation beyond, uh. like, a Mickey watch, which is, again, another person, like, would you allow us to do this with Mickey? Not Disney saying, we need to make this with our characters. Mm-hmm. But moving from 37 to 28, uh, and this is the oldest Mickey commercial. Uh, okay. yeah, I, I, found, I found one I want to see if anybody remembered it. I just remember this commercial vaguely for Mickey Mouse. Ladies and gentlemen, be one, be only. Teddy Ruxpin version of Mickey. I think it predates uh, Teddy Ruxpin. That's you put horrifying. a tape in him. And it's singing a song from the 50s, which I think we all still kind of know. Yeah. yeah. Despite never having seen any of that shit. This well, but we did see Apocalypse Now. So. And, but I, the one no, I had earlier. That's I mean, from Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal this Jacket. Is from our, this, that was from our era. This is the first one I could find. They made and us it, sing it in music class in grade school. Yeah. Ah. Is it, this, is, uh, this is another Mickey thing that you could get on cereal. I thought it was nuts. Listen. See if you recognize the voice on this record. Right. It's a record of Mickey Mouse singing Happy Mouse. And here's where you can get this famous Walt Disney's Mouseketeer record. It's part of the front of this special Wheaties box. And it's a real record. Not just a picture, but an actual record you can play over and over again. Just cut it out, punch out the center hole, and look. It's... A Mickey Mouse record wow. in a Wheaties box. Wow. They were not ready. Oh, it wouldn't make sense that uh, Mickey Mouse would be in Wheaties because he's a fucking dweeb. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, that, that brings just, us. Yeah. Who, who am I talking about? What? Who am Mickey I talking? Who? What character are we talking about? Mickey. We are talking. Is he represented on Target shelves? Uh, Mickey Mouse what? is so fucking dude. Like, when was the last time you saw a kid holding a Mickey figure or like? Uh, saw, like well, but like Mickey shampoo or toothpaste, I would totally buy. like. He's on shit, right. and like you can buy him in sets that also sure. include Donald and Goofy. I bet at Disney World or Land you could sure, buy sure. Uh, stuff. But Mickey, on Target but. store shelves, there is not a standalone Mickey product. Period. Mm. Like at all in the toy section. I mean, maybe right. you're talking about shampoo. Like Disney, they just ha- not have a like a division. Every five years, new Mickey because movie. Mickey's lame. I know, but you could make a Mickey movie every five years and I mean, he's, write it off. Like he's so long, he's that, so lame in that song. He's saying like, "Thanks for watching me on TV." He's so <laughs> solidified you. as a corporate spokesman. Yeah. So here's where it gets nerdy, and how you never could have guessed where this is going because okay. of how I'm doing it. Uh, History is written by the winners, and history tells us Mickey's first cartoon is Steamboat Willie. Right, but it was uh, November it's crazy. 12th. It is playing crazy. Playing crazy Blech. was no, screened in a uh, silent theater before that. Before that ever. It did didn't get any worldwide distribution, mm. but it, people saw it. And then uh, Steamboat Willie is the first sound cartoon, and uh. that really like Disney's career skyrocketed after that. So they retrofitted Playing Crazy uh, with sound and released it the year following. But what that means is Playing Crazy is Mickey's first cartoons produced first. It aired first. Uh, that means it's also Minnie's first ah. cartoon, and that means Minnie Mouse. And you never hear this. Her birthday is the same as Mickey's, and it never gets celebrated. And if you walk through a toy aisle, you will never see a standalone Mickey figure. Minnie Mouse is very well represented. And I've always loved Minnie, and she's all over the girl aisle. Uh, And I have, in the article, it'll be represented by Disney Infinity, of which there is no Mickey figure available. Uh, I'm glad she's not being (laughs) Minnie-mized. Jesus Christ. 
Get a Woody Woodpecker. I don't. Um, but the, you know, that figure is so beautiful. But that's the, that Minnie is. She's the oldest? According to our criteria wow. of me walking to the Target aisle. No, she's not even close to the oldest. What? Uh, the oldest, older than that, you would you also associate with Disney. But you shouldn't. Uh, um, Peter Pan? Actually, I saw his picture on a deck of playing cards. <laughs> so Robin Hood? Counts. But I'm going to say no. Uh, but Disney. Disney has their second most popular brand. Also, oh, Winnie the Pooh. It is Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh comes in in 1924. It was an A.A. Milne book. Uh, mm-hmm. Disney, the Disney Corporation is constantly at, at odds with that uh, the, the family and their estate. Because mm-hmm. another guy wrote Winnie the Pooh. Disney yeah. made a movie based off of it. They really didn't do that with anything else other than Black Cauldron. I guess Mary Poppins. kind of. But, totally. Yeah. But again, not on store shelves. Nope. And this is why you're all going to be mad at me. The oldest <laughs> character... On a Target toy shelf, Wicked Witch of the West. Oh! It was Wicked Witch of the West. It was Wicked Witch of the West, and that's only, very luckily, because it's been licensed from Lego Dimensions, from the MGM 1939 film. But she is the oldest character. She is, she is, is. the oldest character on a toy show. Isn't that in the, the video game on? Yeah. So. We just said we were going to make those distinctions, oh, okay. David. Sorry, God. Sorry. I made that caveat. But yeah, but is L- it Superman older than 39? But it doesn't well, No, Who that's is- not 39. That's Frank L. Baum created her like in 1900. 1900. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. 1900 is oh. when the so that's well. That's also why people can make Wizard of Oz things, but anything they can't. They but they can't be anything that was created for the MGM film. Yep, so they right. have to be like, no, this is in the book. What one thing not in the book? The ruby slippers. You yep. can't do ruby slippers and stuff unless Disney you license it. Disney has the rights it. to Wizard of Oz for years and years and years, and really? that's why the the, the the wonder what is it? The Oz the Great and Powerful Disney movie. Uh. Uh, but they also made Return to Oz in 1985. They had to license the ruby slippers. For wow. that movie oh. from the 1939 movie, because they had been sitting on the rights for like 10 to 20 years. It's why you saw no Wizard of Oz movies, because the richest company in the universe was sitting on the rights. Yeah. And have been ever since. And I do believe now it's public domain. It's, it is protected public domain. Not if Mickey has its way. Mm-hmm. Please go look up more on that, because Mickey Mouse is why uh, nothing is public domain. Right nothing now. will ever these, be public domain. And why again. all these characters are still sold on shelves, because yeah. they are marketable, because they are not public domain and probably should be. Yeah, I think it'll just always be everything from before 1928 will be public domain, and we just have to enjoy that. This like. true. We'll just have to enjoy Tarzan fighting Dracula forever. <laughs> uh, but yes, this has been Laser Time. You can go to lasertimepodcast.com to find out more. We have a Patreon, which sort of inspired this whole thing for allowing us to talk about uh, toys on our freewheeling, goofy-ass bonus time, which is an exclusive show for Patreon members at a low cost of $5 a month. You get a bunch of other stuff there. Somebody else plug something so I empty my dick. <laughs> uh, well, there's 302010, which hey. is uh, also brought to you by our Patreon. It was one of our unlocked tiers, and you guys stepped up, and that show... It's a really fun week-by-week look back at what happened that very week 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago. So every week we get to look back at 86, 96, and 06 movies, music, TV games. Uh, we got clips from sh- TV shows, movie trailers, just talking like, did you know Critters is 30 years old? Jeez. I sure didn't. Or that the Macarena is about to turn 20. Like, random things uh, like that. Oh, you're spoiling so, future ones yeah. for me, But, man. you know, who knows? Which week is it going to be, though? That's true. Uh, well, hey, there's also Talking Simpsons talking about something that has a lot of longevity. The Simpsons sure does. And we're, we are going episode by episode and exploring the history of the series. We're at the very start of Season 3. You should join us. And there's exclusive episodes of Talking Simpsons on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. You gotta sign up for it. You'll enjoy it. And uh, there is an old episode of Cheap Popcast. Uh, I 
forget the name of it, but uh, the header image is a Hulk Hogan toy. But we did an episode about <laughs> like wrestling, wrestling toys. buddies, right? Yeah, wrestling yeah. buddies, thumb thumb wrestlers. We mentioned before those tiny hulking things of plastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the way up to today's lame WWE toys that I would never buy and keep in my closet <laughs> and have a uh, secret room dedicated to. I hate, those, I hate those wrestling buddy ripoffs they made a while ago. Like, it's not as cool, man. We both did get them at that one SummerSlam. And I left and them, man. I, did, I left it in a, the creepiest way possible. Like, <laughs> turned a chair right towards the door, so the first thing that the, the maid would see when coming in is like, it's Seamus just sitting on a... <laughs> On a sofa couch looking no, I at did you. love but seeing you... the poor person who had to walk around in a giant John Cena one of those, yeah. too. Yeah. You can also, ca- well, you can also yeah. catch us on uh, YouTube, youtube.com hey, slash Lasertime yeah. Network. We do streams, all kinds of fun videos about Marvel cards or game playing. We sent off American Idol in the worst way possible. <laughs> it's gone now. Um, and I didn't even mention that, like, uh, technically, Pete, older than Mickey and Minnie. Existed oh, long before, oh, oh. not long before, but before. But and I couldn't is, find them. I couldn't he has find his own them. aisle, right? I would imagine <laughs> yeah. in Target. All right. Well, now, but we'll close out with how about a song from one of my favorite albums of the 1980s, Totally Mini. Let's hear some girl talk. <laughs> <laughs>